Welcome to Meet the Sharks. I'm Kryptasha, and in this series, I'll be speaking with the Sharks of Sharkdow. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the show. Today we have Fucked Up with us. That's P-H-U-K-T-E-P. Um, he has been an active member in Sharkdale since the beginning, basically. I mean, before we even begin on, before we even bid on the first noun. So I'm excited to talk to somebody who's been all over the Discord for a while and knows how far we've come as a DAO. So thank you for being here today, Fucked Up. Right, glad to be here. I'm excited. Should be fun. Cool. Well, how's your day going? Uh, not bad. I, it's uh, no complaints today. The market's down, but not as bad as it was. So I think that's a victory. Yeah, that that's something that's been going on. Um, yeah. Kind of been in fluctuation. I don't know. I know there's sometimes the you know fear and panic of it all. But um, what's your opinion on everything that's going on right now in the state of crypto NFT? Oof. Um, well, I think it's hard, right? Um, where if you look at 2020, 2021, like NFTs and crypto, like everything was going up though. You it was it was easy to do well and look like a genius, even if you had like no clue what you're doing. Like just it didn't even require luck when everything was just getting bit up. And, and now um I really think like the game is changed a little bit. Um, so it, it's not just like, hey, pray and spray uh, every single mint that's coming up um, and then like instantly list it on OpenSea for three times what you paid and sell it the same night. <laughs> like those days are just so gone. Um, and, you know, probably for the better, uh, I think like that, that state of the market probably attracted, uh, you know, bad actors, we'll say. Um, so I think like it was a long time coming that, that this like it's more than a pullback this this bear market um long time coming but i think um i think the cream will sort of rise to the top and and the projects that are are doing well and can grind and survive i think those will come out on the other end and and still do well we had some nft projects that would pop up that were kind of pushed and shot up a lot and then kind of disappeared now um, I have a few NFTs in my wallet like that. I know a few of them that have kind of disappeared. Some of them I sold and some of them are still kind of going. So I never, I don't really want to say who who those NFTs are because, you know, they're probably still working on things. Um, but I've definitely had some just disappear. So do you have any NFT buys that you kind of regret that you look back on? Oh, wow. Yeah. And like to that point, like in this market, even the, the cream of the crop, I think we'll find it tough to like meet the expectations. Um, you know, like even like board apes, for example, like they, they have beaten everyone's like wildest expectations. Like that team just delivers on everything. And like the heart, the, the hard part is still ahead of them. Like, so, so yeah, things are, things are tough. NFTs, I regret. Um, there is the undisputed king of regret for me is is Mechaverse. Um, I went big into Mechaverse. So it, for anyone who's not familiar, Mechaverse was like probably mid 
no, not even mid, like late 2021, maybe. Um, and it was this like super hyped project. Um, and I had like reasons for, for going in. It checked a lot of boxes on what I thought would do well. Like the, the, the team showing the art, um, it was three-dimensional. It was unlike other projects that I had seen to that point. So it was like unique. It looked very good to me. Now, it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but like um, the team, I thought for the amount of hype seemed very competent. Um, It was a very hyped launch and it largely went off, um, largely went rather smoothly. There were some hiccups, but um, I don't think we had seen a, a, a project get that much hype out of the gate before Mint. Um, and I thought they did very well. And at the time, there wasn't like a clear challenger to punks. Um, like base, like board apes were up and coming, but they definitely hadn't flipped punks. Um, and so I, I felt like there's a lot of room for like, well, what is the number two? What's the number three project? Because like those hadn't been cemented yet. Um, and 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 the the. Um, like the drop mechanisms they use to try and, and uh, resist civil attacks. Uh, I think they, they limited it to two and it was like very well distributed. So it, it like checked so many boxes of why I thought this project would do well. And then it launched and I didn't get any in the raffle, um, but I started buying on the secondary, like, immediately after the launch um put double digit eth into the project when eth was like i think over 4000 even at that point maybe um so it was like it was but i i had my thesis i'm like this is this is going to do well um and then like the fud started and if you were around then like it was relentless on this project and the team just like did everything that you wouldn't want to see a team do like to handle a crisis situation like that um i the the team was not uh responsive like on twitter or in discord um there were some like allegations maybe credible maybe not about that some of the metadata was either leaked or um figured out somehow that some wallets seem to be cherry picking unrevealed meccas uh, that happened to be the rares. Uh, so something was going on there and the team just did not do enough to dispel uh, the FUD. And um, so like, and yeah, I held that thing way too long um, because not long after that, the Coinbase NFT rumors started percolating and they were one of the like, announced project partners so i was like oh great you know here's a here's a reason to um to hold it because because they're going to be one of the launch partners for coinbase nft you know before before that was delayed i don't know how many months uh oh yeah um i guess like lessons there like don't marry your bags, right? Um, I sh- like should have cut that one a long time before I did. Um, and I, I sold my last ones this year, not too long ago. Like 
definitely my biggest loss in NFTs. Um, that was, it was, it was brutal, but I feel like I did learn a lot. Um, and like, even like when you have this super high conviction thesis, uh, being self-aware that you could be wrong about it, I think it's super important, um, just to stay in the game, not get wrecked completely from one project. It's hard to do. It's hard not to marry your bags for sure. Sometimes. You get really into it. You get into the Discord and you're like, I, I really believe in it and I love it. And it just it sticks around sometimes. Yeah. And, and you know, like that one was my biggest L by far. Um, I, like, I don't know if it was my biggest regret in NFTs because like I feel that some of my like early paper hand cells have been worse than than like Mechaverse. Um, like, yeah, losing all that ETH sucked. But like, um, so, so I minted four board apes on mint day and like sold them within, I was out completely before they hit one ETH. And one of them, I think I even sold like the night of mint. Um, so that like, those have been more painful than watching Mechaverse bleed to the, uh, to the floor. Um, watching board apes go from a couple hundred dollars to what did it peak at? Like half a million or something like that. Plus all of the, all the others has been like probably more painful. Uh, and then I like didn't learn from that and repeated with doodles and paper handed doodles. It like, like those are almost more painful. I think it's hard. Cause you have those mechaverse ones where you're like, well, I should have sold, but then you have these other ones and you're like, well, what if I don't sell and then they go down like Mechaverse? It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. But that's the game. And that's what makes it fun, you know, looking for the next one and, and you know, yeah. just staying in the game till that next one comes around. It's true. And like you said, you do learn every time. It's hard because I made a lot of really poor like purchases toward the beginning, especially. I mean, I remember, okay, so there was one called Epic Wizard Union and... <laughs> It's just gone. Like there's no Discord or Twitter or anything anymore. And I'm just. Oh, yeah. No idea. Well, there's like the rugs, like explicit rugs like that. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's like the soft rug where the team like just sort of fades into the background. That's what they did. They don't necessarily delete the Twitter, but, you know, they start tweeting less. Oh. And then like next thing you know, the Discord's dead and no one's heard from them. And they're gone. Like I, I've had like the, the real rugs. Um, Frosties is one that comes to mind. Um, but like, yeah, it was like, it was in the hype of like January, I think this year. Um, like I knew this was kind of a gamble. It was more gambling than like investing for sure. But like, they were like cute snowman ice cream looking things and they were cheap. And I'm like, these are going to pump for sure. And, and like, the mint happened. The The funniest part was like the team like did all the hard part and then just like rugged for no reason. So like the art actually existed, which is something that on these NFT mint rugs, it's usually the art doesn't even exist. Like they they did the art. It like the mint went smooth and then the Twitter and Discord probably within an hour just were deleted. <laughs> And it's like, what are you guys doing? You did all the hard effort and now you're going to rug like we're there. What are you doing? Uh, so, you know, it's just another day in NFTs. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's it's all good, though. We just keep on keeping on. Yeah. And then the good ones, you know, things are getting more. I guess there's just more standards. 
So that means the good has to be better. And it is fun to be on the side of building in a way where everybody's kind of, there's definitely within nouns, there's a lot of builders, there's a lot of excitement and passion. And I've just kind of stuck to this corner for a while now. Um, but as far as like SharkDAO and learning about NounsDAO, what was your journey to SharkDAO like? Yeah. Um, so I guess start with like, I got into, into crypto in like 2017, early 2017 with, with Bitcoin and, and ETH, mostly on Coinbase and did a couple things on chain with Ethereum, thought it was cool. Uh, I, I was in the Spank chain, ICO. Um, they were like, uh, it was like long before OnlyFans. They were like, we're going to bring adult entertainment on chain. And because the credit card companies, you know, it, it was a cool idea. Um, and like, I got into it, it pumped and I held it all the way down. Um, and, and like, after that, I kind of gave up on Ethereum for a while was like, I'm just going to buy Bitcoin and DCA, dollar cost average, um, DCA, and like, that's it. And then like in DeFi summer in 2020, I, I really was drawn back to Ethereum because I saw these uh, dApps that were doing things that you couldn't do elsewhere, like lending and trade, like decentralized trading that like it, it, it clicked for me that Ethereum um, was was a winner here. Um, and, and in that I started seeing these like punks, you know, I, I didn't even really know what they were at the time. Cause like I had heard of NFTs and like crypto kitties, like, and that was it. And then I started seeing these punk dudes and like, what the hell are these guys, you know? Um, and, and so I started following them, learning, uh, about it, but I still thought like the prices were crazy. And at the time it was like, a couple thousand dollars. Um, but I was like, what are these people paying like a couple thousand dollars for a picture? Like, like DeFi clicked for me, but like NFTs hadn't clicked at the time. Um, and then it just happened that, uh, when moon cats were quote unquote rediscovered, um, I think that was, this is around like March of 2021. Uh, I didn't like, wasn't really into NFTs at all, but I'm like, they're free. So I'm, I fired up my MetaMask and minted a bunch of them and, and like figured out what OpenSea was and how to trade and how like, I think Rarible was like a little bit more popular than it is now. Um, and like that really, that experience really had it click for me. Like, wow, this is this is way funner, way funner, more fun than um, speculating and trading shit coins. Like you have the community aspect, you have like the art aspect. Like it was like, wow, this is going to be um, to be a big thing. And, and like I was hooked from there. Um, I started following a lot of the punks. Um, I eventually followed like 4156. And when he started tweeting about NounsDAO and like his plans for it, I just was like, that is an awesome idea. Uh, the, and not just the art, which I, I totally dig the art. I think it's great. It's like internet meme culture. It's perfect. Um, but like the, the the plan for for the DAO and how the auction mechanisms will like fund the DAO, like it just like sometimes you just hear an idea and like immediately have 
super high conviction that that will work. And, and when I was reading tweet threads from 4156, like that just, it clicked right there. Um, and that kind of led me to the Discord and, you know, sh- like SharkDAO obviously wasn't a thing, but the NounsDAO Discord had this talk of like what a subDAO is. And I barely knew what a DAO is. What's a subDAO? Um, and, and like that's where I started talking with some of the other folks in the Discord, like, um, hey, should we take a take a run at one of these things? Like, I don't have and we didn't no one really had a clue on what they would go for. Um, but like the the sense was that if you're not a, a big whale, um, it's probably out of your price range. So right. So that that's what led me to to nouns down eventually, like Shark Dow. Nice. Yeah. Well, I had to. I went ahead and looked back um, before the interview to see like when you had popped in, and I did notice it was like right at the beginning, like <laughs> the beginning of August. So it's like you know, straight from the NounsDAO Discord server. And I think uh, Sasquatch eventually found that first, well, there was a message, um, like that one of the first messages that was like, hey, here's an idea. And so, yeah, it's kind of crazy how that happens. I mean, it's like a sub-DAO was created at the moment that, like kind of at the moment that that NounsDAO started being created. So that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think at the time anyone really had a clue how this would evolve. It was sort of like, um, I, what it, when I originally heard about it, I envisioned it more like sort of like fractional, I guess, where we would have more of like, Hey, we all own a little slice of this noun and it's, it's cool. And it's more of like an investment. I didn't really foresee the more community aspect of a sub DAO, like blossoming, um, where, where now like projects have been spun out of shark dow and like active communities within the larger community like i didn't foresee any of that happening but it's been very very cool to to watch yeah it has absolutely yeah because i remember i was i was there before we started bidding on the first one and you were too and at that point it was just like let's just get it now and then it kind of evolved into building and being able to vote and yeah well remember when the the now number one went for like, it's like over a million dollars or something was 600 ETH or I forget what it was, but it was like, um, guys, we don't, yeah, we tried so hard. Yeah. We don't have that kind of ETH. And if we're not going to get one for a very long time, if this is like the range that these things are going in. Um, so when we got now number two at 69.69 ETH, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like the discord was rocking. It was a very like party atmosphere. It was, it was a blast. Yeah. That was, that was a perfect price too. And I think we even got, so Zyax is who bought the first one. And I think we even talked over like discord chat and he came on and was just like, I just love pixels. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah. So, I mean, as far as with shark Dow growing and a lot of things popping up, a lot of projects and ideas. Um, what are some fun things that you've worked on in the Dow or have been working on that stand out to you? So I've been kind of like just in the background and enjoying the vibe and hanging out. Like some of the other like Dow members have been super close on projects and like that really hasn't been me. Um, I feel like I wish I could. I've got kids. I don't have the time to get like super Super involved. Um, like I will say, uh, some of the like nouns projects that I thought think have been just very, very cool. Um, like 
the original one that I was like, as far as a derivative, the, the noun GAN study um, project from Pindar Van Arman, I think is his name. And, and like, it's with, with AI and they, they, through these, like they're, they move um, and they're clearly nouns, but they change shapes and everything. It like, so, and I had one, um, I got one and, and sadly sold it and another paper hand uh, instance for myself, but like just very, very cool. Um, also, uh, and let me, let me make this my public apology to mesh up because I voted against the nouns Dow uh, 30 days to nouns coloring book. Cause I was just like, is that really like what we need? It, it's just like a different vision of what I was expecting. That thing is awesome. And I bought one, uh, I bought one and like have colored with my daughter um, and like bonded with my daughter over it. She's three, totally digs it. Um, so that coloring book is awesome. I think there's a new version coming soon and I'll totally, totally be a buyer. Um, yeah. So like the the things that this community creates, like loosely um, connected through like the nouns ethos, like you're going to, you get everything from like AI art to coloring books to like now real um fashion with the with the nouns sunglasses and like it, it's just been really really cool to see all of the things that like have spawned out of this and the creativity and uh the, all just all the different permutations of like nouns that one person could never have dreamed up but like the the community has just put out all of these awesome projects and sub projects and derivatives it's just so cool to see and i don't think there's any other project in crypto oh, yeah. like that has that type of of creativity and excitement um to harness yeah it's true and it just kind of allows everyone to come in with some ideas and now there's even more ways to propose things so that somebody who doesn't have a noun can. So you just have this, an array of people with all of these different talents coming up with things that I would have never thought of. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a huge range. There's now like cartoons, like ideas being thrown around there. And then we have the comic book. So we're creating, there's just like personalities within these nouns. And it's it's funny because when you look at them, you do see them. So that's starting to come out. And yeah, with, with one of the glasses, um, one of those proposals, we were talking about that in the meeting today, how they had proposed to give away a certain amount of glasses to children who need them and, and then a fun pair of noun glasses along with it. So, uh, I mean, it's just amazing to see what everyone can come up with and everyone has these different connections too. So I love it. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and we have a project coming out soon too. I mean, it's hard to kind of know some of the information because different people are working on different parts, but Shark Island, we have the, it's a PFP, but it's also like a way to join the DAO. And that's all very exciting. And what do you think about that? I'm excited for it. Like, I I think the, the iterations that I've seen on some of the art have come like so far from some of the, the earliest designs. Um, and again, it's like betting on the collective talent of, of a wide ranging community. Um, I think it's going to be really something cool. Um, it's, it's a lot more 
ambitious than I think when when it was initially started being talked about. But it's going to be cool to see. I think the idea of of the governance is being attached to the shark uh, shark island NFT is interesting. I I think we're gonna we'll have a two not tiered but two different means of, of governance with the shark token and the um, and, and the shark island profile pick NFT. Um, I think it's going to be a, a, an interesting experiment to see how that goes. Uh, I hope like I, I think the the project overall is going to bring a lot of new people to Shark Dow. And, you know, some of them won't stay, but some of them will. And I think it's it's going to be a great thing for the Dow. I'm very, very excited to see it. I think it's like it's a bridge. It's a bridge for new people to like discover Shark Dow. Uh, and I think we'll get some some diehard members that we would not have gotten otherwise to, to come out of the project. Yeah, I think so, too. It's good to have that. I mean, it really is going from a coin to NFT kind of like you did at the beginning where now people see it and it is more it is more fun and a lot of effort has been put put into it so there's all these different kinds of sharks and a lot of different people throwing ideas in there and it's going to be fun to watch this grow because I think Shark Island's going to become more than just the you know the actual sharks but more of that I'm sure will come out as as people come up with more ideas and everything like that but an actual shark island within the metaverse, in a sense, is a really cool idea. Right, and and I think we can see as far as governance goes, like how does the two um, two voting system work? Like, you know, do maybe it, it works perfectly and we don't have to do anything, or or maybe we need to make changes down the road. Like, you know, does it make sense to have the shark token? Should we like think about retiring it somehow? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts there. But like, you know, I, I think there we could think of something. So um, the whole experiment is, is going to be very, very fun to watch. Yeah. Big time. A lot of experiments going on in NFTs in general and crypto. And that's all we can do is just keep trying. Um, and then like as far as the tokenomics of it goes, I've seen you talk about tokenomics before, like in the tokenomics channel. I've tried to pop in there. I'm not I'm not amazing at understanding all of it. So um but I mean, you kind of you kind of have a mind for that, I would say, right? Yeah, and and I think right now I, I would say our tokenomics are like stable. Like we're not taking in new money from Juicebox. Um, yeah, our supply is like very large and dispersed. Um, but like it's we don't have any single person that owns like a gigantic amount of the token. So it we're like very decentralized in, in that from that standpoint. Um, you know. Maybe the tokenomics are just what they are, like where some of the other projects will keep evolving. Like at the end of the day, it's a token that we use to vote. And now we have an NFT that can also vote like it's and and maybe that's OK, that it, it doesn't need to be like a um, a constantly evolving thing. I think I would I have a lot of shark tokens. So, of course, I'd like to see the 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 number go up as as the saying goes. But like um I don't I don't know that we need to like worry about that. If, if it happens, it happens. Great. It'll it may take a while. Um, I think as as more people uh, hear about SharkDAO from the from the profile pick project, good things may happen. They may not. But like our, our tokenomics, 
I think are probably just what they are right now. I don't know if I have a ton more to say on that. No, it's true. Yeah. And we're we're working behind the scenes with a lot of things too. So it just needs, I think, more eyes on us. And I think that's going to happen with time too, um, for sure. I have a lot of faith in this project. Um, I know you, when you mentioned going from knowing about crypto to then getting into NFTs and kind of understanding them um, and getting into Ethereum, you're, you mentioned kind of the yield farming. And I know you do like the liquidity provider things too. I was kind of looking around on on your Twitter. I, I've always found the yield farming interesting, but I don't quite understand it. So are you still into that now? Providing liquidity was always pretty easy. You put in a equal amount of ETH usually and, and another token, um, and you're going to get fees um, as people trade against the pool. With and, and you could really just set it and forget it, right? Like you didn't have to constantly manage anything, worry about the price. You just really had to, to put your money in, um, be cognizant of where the price is going. But like if you were in it for the long haul, that was okay. You didn't really have to actively manage manage it. And then Uniswap V3 came out where rather than just like set it and forget it, you have these um, ranges of, of you you specify the, the range that you want to provide liquidity for. So it's really changed the game in that you have to more actively manage um, your positions. And like that's, that's really not me. Like I'm not, I don't want to be in there every day making adjustments, worrying about the price. Um, I want to just like set it forget it, earn some yield. Um, so like if you're going to do something like yield farming, you really have to to understand the game, know who you're playing against, um, because I, I do sort of look at like a lot of crypto as uh, as a game that, that you're you're playing against other players. And, you know, are you is it like a bunch a casual poker game um, that you're playing with your friends or are you sitting down at a table full of sharks? And um, I think Uni V3 has has tilted it in favor of like professional traders um, using bots and things like that, where I'm just like a guy, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's about understanding the game, understanding the risks. Um, like you're never going to hit a, a home run yield farming. It's like too hard um, to do it. You have to be like so early into a pool that's like brand new um, with a token that like probably just launched. Like the risks are just like so high now. Um, that like that's not the area that I like to really focus. Um, I will say with one big caveat is like if it's on a platform uh, where they haven't launched a token, um, then I'm like all about it because I, I think then you have a shot at an airdrop. Uh, so like I'm not really on Uniswap V3 providing liquidity, but like I do look at other things um, like like some hop protocol, for example, and a cross protocol. Um, those are like two bridges to like Ethereum layer twos, um, like Optimism, Herbitrum, etc. Like those were, I've been yield farming, uh, not yield farming, but providing liquidity to those bridges for a while because um, I was figuring there was going to be an airdrop and like I didn't have to take a, a directional risk on a, on a token because you could just do it with Ethereum. Like I didn't have to have Ethereum and some random shit coin. I could just put in my Ethereum and, and earn some yield. Uh, and then, you know, eventually I got... <laughs> 
I got lucky and and those two did launch tokens or or will be shortly. So um, like, I think for someone new, like that's a better strategy than like trying to outsmart some of these larger crypto funds, like traditionally yield farming, but more like look for something where uh, where they haven't done a token and you think there's a decent chance they will. Um, and, and those opportunities are out there. You got to look for them. But like that's that's much more appealing to me than just putting money into into uni. 3 and, and trying to out-trade some of the big firms. Yeah, that's true because with the growth of crypto comes like now big, you know, funds coming in and um, and then just people that are have only been into crypto growing those, I don't know if I would call them hedge funds, but you know, it's now we're seeing some big players emerge. Those whales are becoming or teaming up with other whales and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they have teams of analysts and traders and stuff like that. And and like it's very tough. Like you're just not gonna outcompete those guys. And you know what? That that's part of the reason I do love NFTs is like you as an individual can still make it, right? Um, because like for a large fund, name any crypto fund, it's not worth it for them to like to get into most nft projects and like flip mints you know like they're they have billion dollar books um it just nothing in nfts is a real needle mover for them um you know outside maybe like something like crypto punks or some early art block stuff but like that that's where you as a small trader a small individual can still have an edge in that your your small size is your advantage that you can go into like a new nft project and like be successful hit 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 a 10x a 50x um that the big boys are just not going to come to. Yeah, that's a good point because it would be a lot of money to me for some things, but it's kind of off their radar. That's a really good point because I'm able, like, you know, we're kind of able to start climbing a little bit too. And it's, it just makes a big impact on everybody. Yeah. It is cool to see that. Exactly. Sam Bankman-Fried, like the guy from FTX, billionaire, is not like minting uh, random NFTs, you know, <laughs> like, like, but you can. So, um, yeah, it's small size can actually be a, a big advantage sometimes. Yeah. And, and not only that, but I remember when I first got into NFTs and then learned about DAOs, now possibly like I've kind of jumped into Web3 now even being able to work in this area. It's very exciting to just be around this. And that's, I remember thinking that I'm like, I don't, I don't just want to try to, you know, trade. I want to, I want to be around this. I want to, this seems like a really big deal. And I feel like I've missed a few things in my life. I'm not that old, but I feel like I've seen some things pass me by like Bitcoin and, you know, the fact that I'm not living in California with the Silicon Valley and stuff like that, you know? Um, And I'm like, I just want to be I want to be in it. And I think that's like super key. It's like you will hear about people who like come into NFTs or crypto and like just instantly are lucky. Um, you know, the, their first project in is Bored Apes. And you know what? That was the home run of all home runs. And like, I think the more important thing is like to not even try and focus on something like that, but it's like to stick around because there will always be another project that's a, a big success or um, 
um, some new I'm trying to think of the words to say like you, you can't folk you can't think that you miss something because something else will always come around like the important thing is to not go broke and leave the market um, you know when 2017 came and every ICO shitcoin pumped insanely high and then crypto winter came in 2018 and 2019 like I just hung around crypto Twitter for like the memes and stuff because I thought it was fun. And I still had this like high conviction in Bitcoin at the time. So it was like, yeah, I'm here for the memes and the fun stuff. And like I had I just given up and sold, even though I, I like did lose some money on some ICOs, um, I wouldn't have been around for when like DeFi summer came and I wouldn't have been around for NFTs. Um, so like I've done very well only because I like hung around and like never bet the farm on one project. So like, even when I have a Mechaverse where I can like lose, I don't know, 50 grand, like a stupid amount of money. Like it's not, I'm not being, I'm not going bust. I'm not getting washed out. I'm like here for the next one. Um, and so like, I, I think, uh, I think crypto is like our generation's opportunity. Like, you know, some of, some of the older folks may have had like the internet and like being able to be early into some of like the largest internet comps. And like, that was their generation's moment. And I think like Ethereum and Bitcoin, like they are the assets to own for our generation. Um, like I want to accumulate more of both of them. Like I just, I, I think that the opportunity that we have, like we're so early is such a meme and it's hard to like, after the run cryptos had, it's hard to like look at that and say we're still early, but like if maybe not Bitcoin, but like Ethereum's total addressable market is like so high because of the, of so many things that it can do that like, I just want to stay here and, and be here for when those like the next big thing in crypto comes and like be ready for it. Um, I, I just like it. It's um, hmm, trying to think of what I'm what to say to, to sum that up. But like if like anyone that's coming in new to the space, I always, you know, friends, family, I always say like just hang around, buy a little bit and learn and hang around and just wait for the till something cool comes around that you like and, and learn more and hop in the discords and, and learn about things and like. Like, that's how you make it. It's not getting lucky and, and, and hitting a 10,000 X on a mint. Um, so it, it's, it's cool. I love it. Yeah. I, I like Ethereum. I, I do feel like it's constantly evolving and people are building on top of it. And I learn as I, as things keep evolving, I guess, and it just seems really versatile. So it, it is fun to see that. Yeah. The upside is so high. It, the, the upside is so high on ETH, right? Like, I, and we are going to scale. I think these layer twos are going to work. Um, which layer two, who knows? Is it our optimism, arbitrum? Some of this, the zero knowledge rollups are, are very interesting, but like, I mean, I'm not smart enough to know which one's the winner. Maybe, maybe we have multiple winners. Maybe it's not something that's even been invented or thought up. Like some of the smartest people in the world are working on this stuff and they're going to figure this out. Um, and, and like, I think we're past the point um, where there's any doubt. This may be a little bit controversial, but I don't think there's any doubt that Ethereum is going to be the winner for smart contracts, um, like the Solanas and Avalanche and all that stuff. Like, you know, RIP, those are, are not going to make it. Like Ethereum and and the uh, the number of smart people that are working on this scaling, they're going to figure it out. And if you've used a layer two, like they're cheap, they're fast, and they're only getting 
getting cheaper and only getting faster. Um, so it, it opens up all these new use cases that we couldn't dream of being possible on on mainnet, like like some of the gaming stuff um, with a where you wanted a large number of small transactions that would never be, make economic sense on mainnet. Like, hey, if if gas is a fraction of a penny on something like Starknet or Immutable, like any of these platforms, like your ability as a builder to build things that weren't possible is just opened up. Um, and, and I just don't think any of these other chains are ever going to catch up. So I, like hang around because um, there's some big things coming to read. I believe that too. I'd be shocked if if the other ones were to uh, overtake Ethereum. I think it's nice to have other options, but like I agree with you on that. I would be shocked if if it didn't come out on top. And and with the games, I mean, my goodness, I know that some game companies. I mean, the big game companies are being pressured by people who are still anti NFT. But I do think that's going to shift. It's just going to take a while. Um, and the possibilities. I mean, I know there's going to be people coming in with their bots and and hacking and all of that stuff but when it's when it's settled and there's a quality you know there's quality rules to it and it it's just going to be very cool because the gaming industry is just exploded and it's only been growing. It's only going to keep growing. Yeah, it like it, it's I think I've, and I haven't dug deep into these games, but like every crypto game so far that I've seen seems like um, it's a game built around the crypto aspect of it, where the focus is on the token or tokens, not so much the gameplay. Um, and I think I'm betting in 2023, someone flips the script there and starts with a, a quality game that like the crypto is in the background and not the central focus. And like, I think that's how the next like 10 million, 50 million users are onboarded to, to crypto is in something like that, where it's almost like a Trojan horse, um, where where you're you're getting into it because it's a fun game, not because there's like a token aspect of it. Um, you know, I, like NFTs are going to be a part of that for sure. Uh, so it'll be it'll be it'll be a fun thing to watch. Like, I'm not a huge gamer myself. I've got friends are family that are um so i'll i'll be excited to see it and and we'll definitely jump in when there's that like that home run game that is not focused on a token and i'm ready to be patient with that because i know how long it takes to build a game so or i kind of have an idea from waiting for other games to to pop up that i love so yeah it's just gonna take a while i mean i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be good i think just even the smaller games are gonna build up and i'm excited um, but as far as NFT projects or just projects in general, I guess, regarding Nouns DAO or other DAOs, um, what are you excited about recently? Is there anything you've been, if you have your eye on? Like as far as far as like projects, I I really like that I, I don't have any interest in. I I would love to own a noun. I, I think that's just like such a no no brainer for um something that will be here around. I I think like in a market like this, you really have to like pay attention to the execution risk of a team. Um, like what what's what are the odds they can deliver on this roadmap? Even if they do deliver, what does that mean? Like I've seen some projects have uh you know second iteration of their project 
project and it, and it doesn't do great. Um, so I think things like Mooncats, things like Art Blocks, where you just have to like like the art. You really, there is no roadmap on because it's just right there. You know, um, CryptoPunks. I would love to own one. There's no like roadmap. There's the team can't mess it up. Um, I think those are the things that will stand the test of time. Like if you have to say what what's going to be here in ten years, like twenty years, if Ethereum exists, punks are going to be valuable. If Ethereum exists, I think nouns will be valuable. Early art box projects, um, those will be valuable. So you know, it's it's um, it's it's a different market, but it's it still can be fun. Um, it's just a little bit harder to find those winners, but uh, they're out there. I mean, as far as alpha goes, I know. I mean, I'm the same. I haven't bought any NFTs in a little while. I'm just kind of saving my my money at this point. Just during this kind of moment in ETH history, it'll it'll fly back up, I'm sure. But within Shortdow, we do have um, a pretty popular alpha channel, Alpha Degen. And I know you're in there sometimes. I'm in there sometimes too. It's been amazing how much that's grown and how you have a lot of reliable people that really look into things in there. Yeah. So I think with crypto NFTs, like there is so much out there. It's sort of like drinking from a fire hose, like the amount of information. So if you don't have like a group to bounce ideas off of or filter through all the noise, like it's so hard to be successful. And I think um, like this is a great example of something that like born in SharkDAO that I don't think anyone had envisioned when we first started but like the shark out dgen channel like these are my people um <laughs> like i love the group you know not every idea is going to be a winner um and and that's okay but like there have been things suggested in that uh discord channel that have been huge winners and and you like i would have missed and anyone would have have missed it if they're on their own so shout out to to mock dropner nico taxel the, the whole gang synth is my homie pixel codex soy henry like the whole group is just great there's like a lot of regulars there's a lot of people that pop in every once in a while it, it's like you know come hang out maybe you'll see something maybe you'll find something and then bring it to the group the next time um it, it's just a great atmosphere and, and something i find super helpful um and i love it yeah yeah, it's definitely something that just kind of started forming. And then there's there's kind of attention drawn to it. Like, hey, look, this is, we need to cultivate this. This is amazing. It just kind of, I mean, it's grown on its own. There's so many awesome people who, who love looking into NFTs and get their charts out and all, all kinds of stuff like that. Just very good at finding things. And then, yeah, I mean, you're kind of building a network of people and that helps a lot too, because like you said, I mean, you just get a lot thrown at you, even if you just use like Twitter or something. I mean, who knows sometimes there's just too much out there. There's too much noise. <laughs> yeah. And you need, you need your team. I kind of look at that discord chat as almost like a team. Like you, you need your team to filter out, like here's stuff that looks crap or like but also hey here's something that i saw that maybe you didn't see and uh-huh. like i mean the i think doodles is a great example like the, the the discord chat was all over doodles and uh like you may not have seen that if you uh if you were just on your own surfing through twitter like i think there's crypto instagram <laughs> i don't like there's so much out there uh crypto reddit i mean i would stay off of reddit and instagram i think twitter and discord is all you need but uh there's so much out there and and a team can help be your filter and your eyes well 
We've talked about a lot today, but do you have anything to bring up? No, I think I think said my piece. Um, I, I thanks everyone for like coming along on the ride that is Shark Dow. I, I think uh, we're gonna do some cool stuff, uh, and I, I'm excited to, to see how it evolves. Me too. It's gonna be a big few months. You know, we're coming up on the one year anniversary, and right. things are looking good. Who knew? Who knew what this would turn into? I mean, I knew it was gonna be good, but yeah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on here. Awesome. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to ask you for a while, and I'm. this was awesome. Well, uh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Meet the Sharks. You can find us online at sharkdow.community and on Twitter at sharkdow. Meet the Sharks is for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Views expressed by guests and the host do not reflect the views of SharkDAO or Meet the Sharks podcast. Meet the Sharks is not investment advice or solicitation to make any financial decisions. Do not make contributions to SharkDAO in anticipation of financial returns. Do your own research. <laughs>